Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Monday, April 3, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, let's start with above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until she throws your crap out the window. Another thing we were discussing last week for several days was this inverse head and shoulders formation. You have a left shoulder, you have a head, you have a right shoulder. It was triggered, they closed above, and this specific thing has a target. What is that target? It's going to be at least 420. Let me show you why. Forget the textbook version of how you calculate the inverse head and shoulders pattern. It's going to bring you a little higher than I'm going to show you now. However, here's an interesting thing that becomes a target, and here's what we have. So you go to the weekly chart and you say, all right, I have this 100-period moving average above. Market ran up there, was rejected. It's back there or it's headed back there. Is that going to be the stopping point or are they going to bust through the 100 period moving average? Well, if they do bust through the 100 period moving average, what's above? How about some unfinished business right around 421, 420 in that camp? The closing price here is 422 and change. There is your near term target. Back to the daily chart. What wipes that near term target off the table? And by the way, Near term doesn't mean they're getting there on Wednesday or Tuesday. Near term means it's the next completion under the current move from a major perspective. Could they get rejected from 4.15 and have a pullback first? And the answer is, of course they can. But here's the situation. As long as they stay above this trend line, it doesn't matter. The target is the target. They can come back for a retest and take off again. They could come halfway home and take off again. As long as they're above that neckline, the inverse head and shoulders neckline, the target is the target. Just to refresh, this trend line is our, the market is bullish above that trend line. Irene is below that trend line. We're not concerned with that stuff right now. We're concerned with what the market is doing at present. What else happened last week that is uber important? Well, you had a breakdown candle and the high was 407.45. They closed the week above that high. Now, under normal garden variety conditions, what we say is if this is going to hold and the market is going to release the energy in the southern direction after making a bearish wedge pattern or a bear flag pattern inside of a big breakdown candle, so if the market was to do something of this nature, so you have the breakdown candle and then they start putting in a bearish wedge or a flag pattern, then they release energy in the southern direction. But that did not happen. So what we have to say is, since they closed above, that same energy closed above the high of that, that same energy ends up getting released in the upward or northern direction, a la the head and shoulders inverse, head and shoulders target. 422, and change. Write it down, put it on a sticky note, keep it handy. Net, net, she's bullish till she's not. Here's a question for you. Where was the trade today 
for Inside the Number members. Did Inside the Number members make any money today? Let's find out. Happy Monday. After a strong finish to the month and the quarter, the Bulls are looking for some follow-through. Yada, yada. You can read the notes, pause the video, and go back to the chart to double-check the work. What we're going to focus in on is the important stuff, with the next really important place in the sequence being a zone between 410.35 and 411.25. There's some natural overhead resistance. We also have an important number that they blew through last week, 408.28. So we've got two things on the board, bright and early. Let's see what we have as the day and morning gets underway. So 921, we're close to the opening bell. What's the scoop? We're in the camp of buying a pullback. Where? 408.28 is important. It's the former unfinished business place. If they get below, we've got a number below that. We never needed that today. They could bounce right off 408.28 and continue. What about the flip side? If they run them right up, 410.35 is the first place of overhead resistance and Mrs. Market will likely have a reaction back down in the other direction, scalp with potential. But wait, there's more. Opening bell rings, we've got our early bull pivot, our early pivot, 408.28. Now we've got a zone, 934, 410.35 to 411.25 is a zone of resistance. They should have a reaction back down in the other direction for a short scalp, with potential, 410.35 to 411.25. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. There's your zone, 410.35 up to 411.25. If you're meet me in the middle type of thing, half at one, half at another, your average is in here. Traders got paid handsomely and accordingly. We call this trade a Whopper Junior. Traders were also instructed to cover in front of 408.28. That was going to be a bounce place if reached. They never got there. They bounced slightly in front of it down here by a few pennies. That was a very nice trade right out of the chute Monday morning. It was posted on the Twitter thing. A lot of traders got 10 points, 15 points, more or less. That was a really nice start to the week. We're not looking for two or three points. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Trader short, remember they start as a scalp with potential, 410 is natural support. Then we had a nice trade on Tesla. We'll get back to that later. It was one of the stocks on the move. And by 1039, it was a little slow. There's your pullback from 411.25 back to the first place. The scalp portion can be taken between 410 and 41035 and hold a trailer for more of a pullback. Traders did that. Nice trade on the short from within the zone. The rest is trader's choice. Read the notes, pause the video, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here, everything you need each and every day. We had four stocks on the move on the board. Keep in mind, earnings season will start in a couple of weeks. They will come fast and furious, but we still get a handful each and every day. OIH, USO, we had some energy sector stuff, INSW, and Tesla. Here's a picture of OIH, first number, second number, average in the middle. They came down, they gave you the thing. Nice trade. Looks very much like what the spiders did. 
because it is very much the same thing the Spiders did. Intraday, the only difference is they had a huge gap up in OIH. There was a huge gap in oil today. Oil was screaming. Energy was in the forefront. But there are opportunities where there are opportunities. Speaking of another one, how about International Seaways, INSW? 38.32 was the number. They came into it. They spiked it a little bit. They bounced up. They gave you the deal. They gave you certainly way more than the base hit. Nice trade. Oh, by the way, the numbers work. Speaking of numbers, how about Tesla? We had three numbers on the board that came close to the first and bounced away. Once that happens, the first number's off the board, but the second number isn't. We traded this one together in the room as well. 195.58 was the number. Guess what? Low was 195.57. Spike by one penny. The bounce, the trade, nice trade. When they came back down, the trade was over. They came into the third price later in the day, 192.55, and bounced off that. Any takers on that late in the day, I'm not sure. But once again, just to confirm and reconfirm, the numbers work. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Here's the way I see it. We don't need this line anymore. It doesn't matter. First, they were flat today. So nothing happened in Camp IWM. The spiders were up a buck 60 or four tenths of 1%. Could we say that they were a lagging indicator today? We could say they were lagging the spiders, but on a flat day, we're not going to say so much of an indicator as just a flat day. Where are they going? What's the objective? Well, you have two objectives. First, you have breakdown candle high. They almost got there today. They didn't get there. Then you have a gap above, which is above or now sandwiched in between. You'll find this 200-period moving average. So somewhere in this place is the near-term, very near-term objective for Camp IWM. On the flip side, and remember, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. If they fail and they start getting below this 20-period moving average by chance, well, that's going to change the tape. Remember, you have this breakdown candle high, they closed above, they're above it. If they fail and come back in and start getting below the 20-period moving average here, that changes the complexion complexity. It changes what's going on here. For now, it's bullish till it's not, but this is certainly in a downtrend. This is different than the spiders. High, lower high, lower high, lower high maybe. We don't know yet, not yet, but even if they put one in here, it's still a lower high. So from a longer term perspective, this is a different situation in Camp IWM. It's a different chart altogether, but What we're concerned with is what happens in the near term. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Down day, as long as they stay above. The last breakup candle low in the sequence, and today they ran a test. That low in the Friday low, which is the breakup candle, was 14,172 and change. What was today's low? How about 14,160.06? They ran a test, spiked it a little bit, bounced off of it, as long as they stay inside of this breakup candle, there's nothing necessarily wrong in the short term. However, we will notice high, lower high, and we'll see what happens next. You get above this 50-period moving average, that turns the tape back to the bullish side above all the moving averages, and you know what happens. The window is locked. There's nothing flying out. What about the Q people today? Well, they were basically 
a touch negative on the day, but again, we'll use the last breakup candle low in the sequence, was not tested today, but we'll use that as a bogey. We'll also use this pivot high here as a bogey. Took them a while to get through it. Market ran up to here, was summarily rejected, ran up again. They tried to get through, couldn't. Tried to get through, made an attempt here, finally busted through. If they come back below the breakup candle low from Friday, this is the next spot. That number happens to be, in particular, the high is 313.68. So we'll say 313.50 to 313 and change is that place where they have to stay above to, quote-unquote, keep the band playing on. The financial stuff. Banks aren't out of the woods, but the market is getting a reprieve. Two things can be true. They're independent of one another just because the banking sector isn't out of the woods. At least that's my opinion anyway. Doesn't mean the market can't bounce. It is bouncing. Markets go up, markets go down. This can resurface itself at any point in time. This meaning the banking situation that was going on. 20-period moving average is important. If they push up a little more, they'll be running for this breakdown candle high right around 32.85. We'll call it 33. There's a gap above. And if they fail, remember the umpire calling balls and strikes, and they can't really get above for more than a day or so, that 20-period moving average, this is in a downtrend, and they'll come down, and that will tell you that the banking potential crisis slash contagion is still simmering. What about Smash Mouth, the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index? What were we talking about for a long time? We were talking about hovering around the 100-period moving average. It was in a bullish formation, eating time off the clock. What did they do? They are pushing higher to where? The next place is 265.42. Maybe it's 265.40. Maybe it's 265.53. It's in that neighborhood. It's arbitrary. They basically came within two bucks of it on Friday. A little bit of a pullback today. There's nothing wrong with the SMH. By the way, just as a reminder, we have a four-day trading week this week. The market is closed on Friday. It's Good Friday, and it's an of-note item at present. By the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.